Don't miss this technology. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Angartika's interview series. I'm your host, Anshdeep Kaur, and we're really glad to have you join us today. And uh, today we have Rudy Shoshini, Blockchain and Digital Transformation Management Advisor on the show. Welcome, Rudy. Welcome and thank you for the invite uh, for today's uh, Ngati episode. The Angartika interview series is a powerhouse of insights from industry experts and influencers from around the world. A platform that provides the latest news on AI, automation and technologies that will help you grow your business. Come be a part of our community, learn, share and grow with us. So, uh, Rudy, I have some questions. When it comes to embracing digital transformation, what is the biggest difference between Middle East, North Africa region and other parts of the world? Well, uh, let me try to differentiate a little bit because the, the Middle East is divided into, let's say, two different regions. North Africa is North Africa versus the world. So I will try to dissect this into three aspects. First, on Middle East aspect, Middle East is divided between developed and developing countries. Okay, so we see two different indexes. We see two different levels. On the one side, which is the Gulf region, which is the GCC, which is we're talking about United Arab Emirates, we're talking about Qatar, Saudi Arabia, we're talking about Kuwait, Bahrain, and so on and so on. Those becoming or have become developed and then now they are competing globally uh, on the scale of digital transformation and digital transformation or e-government in specific also. And they're making big leaps. For example, uh, if we look at Saudi Arabia and Dubai, they're leading the G20 countries uh, on their competitive advantages where sometimes they're competing on the second place. So it depends, you know, how you want to take it. So talking about this, if we look at the rest of the Middle East, it's, it's lagging a lot beyond the 100 user uh, categorization. So there, there's a big difference between both of them. So digital transformation is not on the main agendas, even though it is important, especially after the COVID, uh, it became very important, but it will take some time due to first what's happening in the region, economical situation, financial, and the security situation that is being involved. As far as the North African region from the MENA, we jump to the other side. Also, it has been kind of lagging, same as the middle tier of the Middle East. Uh, we see some of the most advanced or trials in the digital transformation aspect uh, in Egypt. Uh, for the first time, Last week, or actually the beginning of this week, the first Arab League summit uh, joining all of the Arab uh, nations uh, was done in a digital aspect without any paper. So that was kind of, uh, let's call it, uh, achievement by itself. But though the trials are has been, been tried for a while, so maybe they have done some extra measures for it to be uh, more, uh, you know, sustainable and towards the uh, global SDGs and the help the, the region. But as far as the private sector and so on, they have there's a lot of push on the private sector to go towards something called the digital economy, on helping the digital transformation. But on the governmental side, we see a lack of you know supporting uh, this initiative. Okay, right. So could you please throw some light on Dubai digital currency as well? How is that a part of the digital transformation process in that region? Yeah, that is one of the, I think once it is released as life, that will be one of the biggest digital transformation that 
the region has witnessed. Even though in specific Dubai 2021, they had a full-on digital transformation strategy to go paperless, okay? So for the first time I thought about paperless, it's like, well, we're just removing paper, but it's way beyond of that. It's about the user experience going from zero signing papers on uh, zero, zero paper signing towards the back-end automation and so on and so on. Even in the ceremonies, if you want to sign uh, documents, you don't sign anymore. Now, going back to the Dubai in specific or UAE in general, there was trials in the end of 2020 for the first digital coin, which is central bank digital coin issued by the central bank in the end of the day between KSA and the UAE central bank. And there was three other banks involved. That was the first trial in the world with other, not just two central banks working to, to try to do it. It was named Aber, Aber in Arabic, which means in English transport or towards uh, something else. So it visualized. And the use case was about transferring money between the two countries in an easy way because cross-boundary or cross-country uh, money transfers is a, is, a, is a big issue and we're talking about billions of dollars. Now, later on, hopefully this will be uh, issued at least cross-country and then it will be developed towards the local retail and then so that people can go into this. But I don't see it far now because uh, UAE is kind of pushing on all aspects of the digital. Uh, they released their metaverse strategy, they released their blockchain, they released so crypto-friendly uh, country and so on and so on. So we don't see much of this. I think it will be one of the leading countries also to try to jump into the state of digital coins. Right. So you mentioned metaverse, right? So based on your experience, what are the most recent developments in metaverse? On a global scale, as we have seen that somehow Facebook Meta is taking the lead on this, but with what's happening globally and the financial crisis, I don't know how much will it sustain the losses because uh, it has sustained, I think, more than $80 billion so far. <laughs> but uh, on UAE and Dubai in specific, they created this metaverse strategy for it to open around 40,000 jobs within the next five years. So that's a huge opportunity, economical opportunity. And they want to generate around $10 billion from this. So opportunity is there, uh, economical push is there. They want to work as much as they can. With that, they supported many other things. For example, the 1 million coders from the Arab region. Why? Because they want to support developing more on aspects of artificial intelligence, empowering metaverse, blockchain, you know, development of blockchains and so on and so on. So we see a lot of push towards uh, the metaverse because they saw that there is a possibility for them to be on the forefront and to lead the world also as a government at the end of the day and as a entity to lead uh, the world in this space. And last month, exactly, there was maybe around more than eight uh, events regarding the metaverse and two of them were organized by the government itself. So they are pushing towards futuristic uh, city uh, they are pushing towards a full-on metaverse because there's there will be, you know, the metaverse will be the next 3D model of our lives. So and uh, the next communication today, we're having flat communication over this technology. Back, you know, let's say if we go seven years back, it it was super expensive. Now we do it for free, but in the future, you know, we lost the human element, we lost the touch, we lost the smell, we lost the interactions. It will give us something a 3D tool to communicate in a better way. So how do you think about sustainability in the long run? 
when we think of implementing these digital transformation projects? Yeah, you know, sustainability is is key, all right? Was it from responsibility or was it sustainability of those technologies? So sustainability first of the technology, because we're talking about a futuristic things, and then that needs a lot of spending, a lot of budget, a lot of operations, and so on. So they must secure those from top down, and this is where the leadership is really uh, pushing. But as far as environmental and social and so on, sustainability, there is a lot of efforts for smart cities, smart Dubai, smart, you know, having technology being part of our part of our life really helps us a lot to kind of jump into the future of sustainability and believing in the human and the role of us trying to protect, trying to enhance, trying to really coexist all together in a sustainable way, and thus also reaching the 2030 goals that are put towards this. So this is very key. And this is where the technology can help a lot, even though sometimes they are we are argued about the technology is taking over sustainability, it's destroying so many other things, but at the same time, it has its big role towards uh, playing a key element in this. Right. So can a country implement digital transformation at a global level? Okay, uh, that, that's a, that's a that's a good question. In the same time, it's 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 tough to to answer, you know. Um, okay. But what we see is that at least regionally, that UAE in specific, Dubai in general, is really influencing the region. Okay, so okay. when uh, out of let's say uh, out of uh, out of nowhere, out of a desert, even though uh, UAE has been has had their independence fifty years now, uh, but out of the desert, you know. Bringing water is really tough. Bringing, uh, you know, life is really tough. They made it. And with that, they added all of the digital aspect to it. And now you don't technically need to do much of things. You Because digital transformation is about helping the citizen, right? So in this region, you see UAE as a beacon of what's happening in the digital transformation. So not just they have succeeded locally, all right? But they are influencing other to follow them. And this is where the beauty, and this is where it become regional, and hopefully this will also become a global. But if we look at UAE in specific, uh, to answer your question, UAE has assigned the first minister of artificial intelligence and blockchain. You don't see that anywhere. So do they have a role? Yes, of course. Will the metaverse be on a global aspect and global fingerprint putting their thumbs in the world? Yes, of course. So this is where, you know, we have the leadership, we have the vision, not just to transform our Dubai or UAE in specific, but actually inspire all of the other regions to come and learn from this aspects of futuristic design and futuristic Dubai. If you visit the future museum, you see actually the vision of Dubai 2070 being visualized. So I had the pleasure to do that uh, two months ago. I was invited to the Metaverse Summit uh, there, and then I had the pleasure again to visit and then see the vision and kind of uh, becoming realistic, uh, even though it is in uh, video, but you get to live it and see where where is the future going. I have a small video. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to share it with you. It's it's really interesting to, to jump on board to see where the world is going and how UAE in specific and the region trying to inspire their citizens locally, regionally, and globally.
okay that's great so what was in the the future museum that you that literally inspired you in that like what was the an inspiring thing over there <laughs> you know there's a lot of things first is the aspect of uh, the 2070 visualization how they were able i'm just trying to see if i can grab the video quickly to try to uh, of course i will not show you uh, in here i'll try to, to to send it to you but it's it it gives you an aspect of where the future is is really going and how flying taxis for example is going to be the next thing how um uh, you know uh, driverless cars are are going to be the next thing how um sustainable living uh, and so on uh, even uh, you know going to space uh, because they are active on the, on this aspect uh, the the uh, holographic uh, and hologram room of all of the species was it from uh, animals uh, or from uh, uh, plants so uh, it's really uh, you know uh, gives you an aspect of being um, belonging to this advancements and then where you can actually uh, kind of uh, visualize it you know not just see it uh, but actually visualize it and then be part of it so this is dubai city and like what are the top challenges that uh, you can foresee while the implementation of digital transformation of course first it's uh, the human aspect okay if we're talking uh, you need to prepare us as humans because we're natively not even though we be, we become a kind of uh, you know uh, super connected and so on but we need to make it first in a sustainable way second in in a way where it is efficient it helps us and then the where the future of digital transformation can really become part of what we are doing not just as an addendum or actually something foreign to us so education is a must i attended my first metaverse university course uh, two weeks ago so yeah. for example you know that this is bringing us towards the future again and then it become university uh, because if you have if you're not attending a physical university or class what's the alternative is something online again it's flat so with a metaverse university things has become more and more of 3D aspect so you can interact with it. There's a lot of things that we can uh, definitely uh, add for us but one of them is education that's the most aspect uh, to try to bring the human in center and try to bring the human with it so that we can both of us enjoy this this futuristic trip towards a, a better future I would say better sustainable future. So are there any other sound bites that you'd like to leave the audience with? Yeah, I'd uh, like to just uh, give them a couple of uh, advices. First, don't miss this technology, okay? With blockchain, artificial intelligence, and when I say blockchain, there's so many underlying layers. Was it layer 0, 1 or 2 or 3? Was it on the application, was it on NFTs or was it on cybersecurity, identity, all of this that is surrounding the blockchain in the same time the data aspect and artificial intelligence of things. I believe those are the technologies of the future and if you are an entrepreneur or a young uh, person or even older generation you trying to see where you want to fit for the future those are the future elements that soon where well, we are already talking about them but soon everything will be based on them so why not uh, allocate yourself in those future technologies there are jobs today that will cease to exist and there are jobs in the future that will not that are not available today so allocate yourself from today towards the future so that you can be aligned with it 
and be empowered, especially if you are coming from a development country. So thank you so much for sharing your valuable insights with us. For more content, subscribe to Engati and tap the bell icon to access to exclusive content from our thought, re- thought leaders around the globe. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see, our new- see you with the new experts soon. Thank you.